Alright, ladies and gentlemen, Canada's Pinball Podcast. Not many people will join the show, but the only man that matters will, Mr. Ben Heck. Ben, welcome to the show. I'm the only man that matters? I mean, I'm lying. I, half of my statements are false, and that might be one of them. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be on. Yeah, I don't mind you. You're okay. Thank I'm you, maybe. Ben. And, and you know, look. So we've talked a little bit over the last like few hours, and everyone has seen you and your sexy face sitting at a sexy lineup of Rick and Morty machines. But I know, and we talked. I know that you know Ben wants to let Charlie get this game out into the world. It's probably going to happen next week. So I know Ben, you don't want to spoil too much, right? Of people seeing this game for the first time. Well, exactly. I think that should be the story that Charlie tells. Um, I was just kind of. I just happened to be there, you know, so yeah. Yeah, just walking down the street. Oh, look, it's Spooky Pinball. Oh, look, there's, a, there's 20 Rick <laughs> yeah. and Morty's all finished and ready to go. Exactly, exactly. Although, seeing that photo, I do need to trim my beard. It is getting a bit bushy. So. Right. So, yeah. I just want to ask you, like, broad questions that spoil nothing. Not many, but for fans of Rick and Morty, do you think they're going to be happy when they get this game? Uh, yes, the theme integration is really good, and from what I could tell, um, there is seems to be quite a bit of custom speech, you know, I, I don't have the show memorized or anything, but it's most of the speech sounded like it was intended just for the game. Right. Aside from the clips from the show, like there's a lot of prompts, like shoot the left ramp or do this Morty, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I think that's going to be good. Cause you know, there's so many games where you either don't get custom speech or it's underwhelming. And uh, yeah, this is, uh, I think this is going to be, it's it's almost, it's like it's like the Spider Man all over again. It's been a while, you know. Well, we haven't really had a lot of games that have had phenomenal callouts, right? I think people are really excited that the show creator is applying, you know, all these custom callouts. And I think Chuck said something like maybe one hundred or two hundred custom callouts for the game. So, and and you know me, Ben, I don't even want to watch a stream because I want to be surprised when I play the game. Do you, do you ever find it like weird that people want to watch a, a game they bought being streamed for hours before they actually even play it themselves? Isn't that like spoiling some of the, the fun of the game? I guess, but I mean, the same thing happens with video games. You know, it's like, no, oh, who, 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 you don't watch like Mario Brothers being played before you play it. Oh, on, on YouTube, that's huge. Like people watching video games or. But before they play like, them. But, but I guess the difference, right, is that. If it's an online game like a like a Call of Duty, fine. Like, there's nothing to surprise you in it. But right. But this game's got a bunch of jokes, right? It's got a bunch of adventures, and you. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I see what you're saying there. Okay. Um, so just aesthetically, how did the game look? Was it was it sexy? Was it as sexy as you? It's, it's really it's really pretty. There's um, I don't think I'd seen it before. There's like this um time crystal or death crystal or something. I think it's a death crystal. And it's like, uh, I don't know if it's in the photos. It was so funny. I see those photos, and then everyone's like zooming in and analyzing them. I still say if if JFK was shot today and if the Zapruder film was put on YouTube, the murder would have been solved in like three minutes. 
Right. Especially by right. The, the pin side people who are used to taking <laughs> grainy low res images of, of stern machines and, and try to, to, you know, decipher what's in the game. Uh, so I was, I was filming something at my desk here earlier today and I actually had to go make sure I was like, okay, no bills are visible. No passcodes on post-its are visible. No phone numbers. Like, right. Oh my God, my phone number made it into an episode of the show once. And I got so much spam text and calls, and like I'm not even like a hot chick, and right. I'm like, oh my god, uh, oh yeah, sorry, I'm getting off topic. No, there, and so. so so talk to us about the. There's the a really light- cool crystal, really cool crystal thing, and Does it like it light lights up? up. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's really it's like cast resin, so it like it absorbs the light really well, and I mean it's just got Denise game, so of course the light show is awesome. Right, so the light show is awesome. How's the music? Because Scott Scott is remixing the Rick and Morty theme. Did it sound amazing? It's- Oh, it was remixed. I didn't realize that. It it sounded like you know, do 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 or whatever. We should just do uh, that for like two hours, and then that's the whole podcast. That could be your next uh, music playlist, right? Uh, I think we should do it. Okay, so sounds <laughs> awesome. It's fun. We're gonna see more of it this week. So games were when you were there. Games were going. Were they in boxes yet? Because they were definitely packaging up games to go out. I didn't see them going into boxes, but they were definitely getting wrapped up. So I think they said February 1st, which is today. Well, it's a Saturday. Right. Oh, actually, uh, I believe Spooky does like they do four day work weeks. So it's like four days at 10 hours each, I think. So if I had to guess, probably definitely next week because they were not. Well, when was I there? Thursday was when I was leaving. Yeah, they were definitely getting them ready to go. I don't think they were going into boxes, but they're definitely going on pallets. Exciting times. Now, let me ask you a question because, uh, you know, I have number 50 coming my way. Okay. And the coin door. I switched my order from purple to black. Which one looks better in your in your opinion? It is just a completely aesthetic question. Well, the, the rails, the side rails are purple, right? Yes. I would say purple then because it matches better. I switched it back to black because because the, <laughs> the artwork has like the space scene and I just thought the black looked better. So you th- you're saying I should switch back to purple? Well, I'm not saying you should. It was just my I'm trying but, to picture it in my head. I but, mean, the, you, but I don't think did any the of them purple. have the ra- none of them had the ra- had all the legs on it. So it's like oh I don't I haven't seen a full. Are there are there purple legs too? Yes, but uh, yeah, I don't think they even had one with legs on while I was there. You know, I guess I could always order both from from Chuck. He'd sell me a purple coin door, right? Yeah, they probably. They, yeah, they might have one laying around. Oh, because yeah, so you got a black coin door. Okay, uh, but I could yeah. switch back. I could switch. Okay, so now now yeah, oh. right, like from artwork perspective, purple on the front might be a little, it might be too a bit too much. It might be a bit That's bright. My opinion. We'll if, see. If They're all black. Gonna... If it's black, it would be less obtrusive with the artwork. Now, the butter yeah. cabinets, this is just another just general question, because I ordered the butter cabinet. Were there any there that had butter treatment? How do they butter these things up? Is there like, does he have like a parquet stick that he rubs against the side of the cabinet? What's going on with the butter? Oh, well, I thought this was common knowledge. The butter cabinet is where they direct print the graphics onto the cabinet itself. The same way they make the play field, right? It's not a decal. And then they wax the hell out of it, right? It's, it's, but if, it, if it's, they, spray, they spray clear it. So it's basically they make the cabinet the same way they make the play field oh, with so. direct printing and spray clear like Beautiful. a car. Were, did you see – were any of them butter? Can you tell between butter and regular if you're standing next to two machines? Oh, definitely. But I don't remember if there if there was. I was um, I was helping 
I was helping a friend of mine with some other technical stuff. So, so really, I didn't really look a lot at the games in production. They just had some that were ready to go out, and they were testing. And I was like, can I play this one? And they're like, yeah, go for it. And then, of course, I was like, is that Hilton's? I'm going to take a picture and make it look like I'm peeing on it. Yeah, and I heard you got the wrong machine because it wasn't – he gets number two, right? I believe, yeah. It's like he's like like their first customer or their second customer, so that's his thing. And then he was mad at me. Cause he was like, Ben, you could have just thrown that. Cause I have a station wagon. He's like, you could just thrown that in the back of your car and brought. Cause Hilton just lives north of me. He's like, you could have brought that back to Madison. And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I could have. But right. oh well. So now, now I'm probably back on this shit list. We're we're gonna see games this week. We're gonna see. You know, one day Hilton and I just need to get together and just talk about Subarus for an hour. We'd have a good time. We'd have a good time. He's I, I have no hard feelings towards the man. He's he's a, he's a good guy and he's really into pinball and he's gonna get one of the first machines, which is going to be fun to see his impressions of it. So I guess the other question is, Ben, for you, as someone who was behind Spooky Pinball's first game ever with America's Most Haunted, what was it like seeing the excitement, the energy as a company that's gone from struggling to sell just a few hundred games to selling out 750 in four hours? And I'm sure the what was it like just seeing, you know, the, the, how far this company's come in, 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 in over the past few years? It's, well, I, I mean, I, I have mixed feelings on it. I mean, I have to be honest because, you know, I kind of got away from them, although I've been talking to them more lately, uh, you know, because my game is, it still exists. It's just been on hold. So I do, I do feel a little bittersweet about that. Like I kind of feel like left out, you know, so that, that part's a bit tough for me, but you know, aside from that, it, it is pretty remarkable. It's it's definitely is like one of those like American success stories, you know, like uh, what are they, the American dream or whatever. And right. obviously it's maybe it's not as easy as it used to be, but it can still be done. But you have to work really, really hard. So, yeah, over at Spooky, obviously, they're really excited about. I mean, I was I mean, when I saw all the hype, I wasn't surprised at all that it sold out in one day. You could tell it was going to. Right. Um, but, you know. It's always like, you know, hope hope for the best, expect the worst. and But so, yeah, everyone's really excited, but also they're very, very busy trying to get all the games to everyone. Yeah, so. I actually think they're going to get them out faster than 18 months. That's my guess. So, Ben, is there still hope for your game one day? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's still, it might be on a back burner, but I think it's still at least near the stove. And if, would you, if that, yeah, and would you like would you like it to be a spooky game one day? I, I think it would still be involved with spooky. Yes. Um, but you know, but it's one of those things where I'd like, I'd like to see it made. Uh, I think it shoots really well. It's got some cool stuff. Although one or two of the things that were in it, there are some things I've seen in newer games where it's like, Oh yeah, I was thinking about doing that. And you know, they just, they just kind of get made anyway. You're, you're, uh, like, you're like, Oh man, like I was going to put a big plastic artichoke in the middle of my machine <laughs> and with, they just with jaws that with jaws that don't move. Yeah, and they just did it with Stranger Things. Like, what am I going to do? Like, that yeah, was my biggest idea. I, th- I thought I was going to be the first person to have an artichoke vagina. <laughs> oh man! Apparently, it looks like a vagina for I, the kids <laughs> who listen. For the kids who listen to this show, that's just a vegetable that you will probably consume one day. Anyway, so okay, so let's talk. Eat your veggies, uh, kids. I know. Let, okay, so Rick and Morty. It's it's gonna be reviewed, discussed, pulled apart. And Ben, do you think what's gonna happen when people finally see it? Do you think there's gonna be a little bit 
of you know the hype is so big right now right there's so much like positivity around this game once people actually see it and and play it do you think there's going to be a little bit of like it's still a pinball machine right i think we're living in a little bit of like this godlike state with this game well people yeah there there is an amazing amount of euphoria about this game i mean if you look at like if you go on pinside if you look at it versus stranger things it's yeah, it's like a rock and house party versus somebody in their basement drinking alone. It's 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 <laughs> it's, it's you know like you did, the excitement level is just completely different, and I think that really worked well in Spooky's favor. And like I think, well, I don't know if Stern was trying to beat them out or if I think let Spooky was trying to like you know get before Stranger Things. But if you look at Stranger Things, it doesn't seem like people really give a shit. Yeah, let's talk about that because it is kind of amazing. It, it is like this David versus Goliath moment right in which this tiny company from benton wisconsin who you know stern just doesn't even like probably consider any competition comes out with a theme yeah i think i think they do now i think they have a while but think about like so in stern's mind we've got brian eddy who's the designer of some of the most celebrated games ever we've got 20 years ago yeah we'll talk about that stranger things and we're gonna like you know, Stern tried to come out with this like chess beating moment in which the game was announced, revealed, shipping on location and available to buy in one day. The only problem with their big reveal was that Canada spoiled it and launched the video <laughs> two or three days before they were ready for it. But and then everyone was just like, eh, you know, there just wasn't much excitement. And then Rick and Morty over there in, in, in Spooky Land had everyone super excited they launched it perfectly they sold out immediately what, what what was it like Ben? like when you were watching those two launches like where do you think stern dropped the ball with stranger things is it just a crappy game that everyone's trying to convince themselves they want to like i haven't played it yet i know hilton has it downtown maybe i don't know maybe i could go there tonight what does he check think? it out what does he think of it have you talked to him about it oh uh, i can't remember if we have talked about that um but the thing, well, I know I'm going slightly off topic, but I know when Hilton gets his Rick and Morty, I'm sure he'll immediately put it on location because, you know, as I said before, like, I think it's like a slam dunk theme for millennials who are actually the people at bars. Um, but regarding Stranger Things, it seems, well, with Rick and Morty, it seems like they did a really good job. I mean, they kept it hidden for, they did a very good job of keeping it a secret. And I think, I think what Charlie's mentioned is like someone, someone found like a trademark you know, a registered trademark for pinball machine, right? So I think that's how it leaked. And nobody thought Spooky would be the company, though. Correct. I think they thought the license was too big. Um, but even then, I know I know Charlie was a little upset that that leaked, but that's not so bad because, you know, that's public record. Anyone can search that. It's just, do they bother? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But again, people online, they'll, you, they'll do anything. Um, so it was like a complete surprise. And then people were like, oh, Somebody's making this pin, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, it's probably going to be Stern, right?" Uh, now, granted, Stern probably turned it down. Uh, I think I've made the analogy is, um, you know, a license is a hot chick at a bar, and you only take her home if Tom Brady says no, right? <laughs> and um, so I'm sure now they're kicking themselves. But but think about it: it's a bunch of like 70 year old men. They don't care about Rick and Morty. They don't think about Rick and Morty. Or at least the people in charge of the designers. I'm sure all the programmers who are, you know, I'm, actually most of them are kind of young at Stern, uh, but they're probably not. They're probably not making the decisions. I, I think everyone's happy Stern didn't make Rick and Morty. 
I, I think they are. I, I, I don't think you get the, the same impact if Stern's like, we're making this game. Because let's be honest, half of this is Rick and Morty. Half of this is Scott Denisi, you know, mm-hmm. pepper in some goodwill where people love supporting a small company like Spooky. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of I don't know how much of. Well, that's that's kind of a different subject. I don't even know what you. I wait, wait. You just said you don't. You didn't even say anything. Like, what, well, yeah. What, oh, yeah. What you're right. you I'm, thinking about, I'm just thinking. You know, and if you think about something like Spooky, the money is reinvested in the community and a lot of the employees, and you know, it's kind of like Amazon. You know how they say Amazon doesn't pay tax? It's because Amazon doesn't make any profit because they reinvest every dime they make. Right. So, well, and it's also this they're, feeling they're, that they're, like, they're, they're using their, they're using their profits to like employ people and expand money. And I think that 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 is the same thing with Spooky. You know, it's a small town thing, but the people who benefit from it are all the people that are there. It's not like a co-op per se, but you know, it it seems a lot more like down to earth and middle class, if you know what, if I know what I'm saying. Yeah, and and to add to that, I would say this, and you know, you know this show. I don't I don't hold back when you when you buy Stearns at these inflated prices considering what their bomb is you're making fat cat investors who nobody even knows who they are nobody knows who those guys are who are actually in control of stern pinball who are making the decisions to make these games cheaper but charge you more money that's yep. who you're making those guys richer and they're multi-millionaires when i'm you, sure those, those angels have made their money back and then some and then dude, the they're, last 10 years ben they're laughing all the way to the bank they're they're the fact that Stern can sell machines over and over again for $9,000 at like a $3,000 bomb. It's like, no matter how many times I say that, you still have all these Stern apologists saying like, well, it's, it, it looks good with the, with the powder-coated armor. Like, there's nothing in the game. Anyway. Yeah, um, if, you, if you look at Star, Star Trek LE, it was an awesome LE. Right. They and tried. Nowadays, nowadays, you don't, you, you'll never get that. They don't even it's try. Even they don't even what? try. Why? Why would they? People throw money at them no matter what. It's ridiculous. Oh, bye, bye, bye. The old, okay. So we'll. we'll talk. I mean, the same thing happened with Apple. I mean, it's like let's see how much money we can wring from our customers. And Apple did actually find the ceiling, and I think Stern will too eventually. But it seems like they haven't found it yet. Yeah, yeah. So, so Stranger Things. Let's talk about it because, like, Brian. Oh, a, I also I also played Elvira. Uh, Charlie we're, has. Yeah, one we're going to so talk. We talk we're going to talk about that. Yeah. that but I want to go. You know, I would say like Elvira's already come and gone we'll talk a little bit about uh, it yeah. later but stranger things are are you a fan of the show yeah i watched the show i would say i i think it's gone down in quality like i did not really care for the last season that much i thought it was kind of stupid i love season but, three never-ending story and it's amazing come on you eh, oh come on well, whatever I, I still watched it i'm obviously aware of the show so. i think it's different were, were you cuddled up next to a you know, a friend? Because I was. Like, when Brendan was watching, uh, it's, it's a little I don't different. I think it's a little, so. It's a little different. It's a little different when you're, uh, you're snuggling. Oh, I, I, I did like the reveal where Dustin actually did get a girlfriend at camp. That right. was a good subvert. You know, it subverted your expectations. Right. So, okay. Yeah. So, Brian Eddy, 20 years. 20 years. He's, you know, he comes back to pinball. Do you consider this return worthwhile or, or, or making an impact after all of that time. And this guy did medieval madness attack from Mars, the shadow that stranger <sighs> things. What, 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 what do you think? I, 
I had an Attack from Mars. It's probably still my favorite game, and I loved it. But uh, you have... Okay, I'll just say it. I mean, you have Attack from Mars, right? Medieval Madness is just Attack from Mars with uh, a different setting and better mechs. It Layout-wise, it's almost the same game, if you think about it. Uh, and then... 20 years passes and then you have the stranger things which i haven't played it but it seems like people are not super overwhelmed with it uh, I, I don't know just obviously he's made some amazing games but god i, I hate to i mean i don't even know brian anyway. i've never met him and i don't want to get kicked in the nuts if he's at a show um, but i think a lot of what made those two games great back in the nineties was the writing, you know, they had like medieval madness had like second city writers working on it, like Tina Fey as a voice. Um, obviously it shoots great. It's got great mechs, but a lot of it was the other parts of the package. You know what I'm saying? The personality of the games were phenomenal. Yeah, the, hu- the humor is great. The voices are great. The mechs are, I mean, the castle's awesome. The it- castle's satisfying and a Demogorgon that just, th- does it even move? It's a terrible shot. No one. I mean, it's it's amazing when you put a center toy in which even the tournament players are like, just avoid it. It it reminds me of a rigged carnival game where the <laughs> is only like a millimeter wider than the ball, right? right? So <laughs> you you could conceivably make it, but you probably won't. Right. And and Ben, you're a guy who who hacks stuff up that thinks about innovative things to put into games the projector has been a big topic of discussion what are your thoughts on this sort of projection mapping equaling a better pinball experience well i had discussed projection mapping in pinball with my friends like years ago because it is a really cool idea um and I like the idea of them like painting targets so the target could say something different. I think that's awesome. I think they paint the ramps, although I don't think it shows up super great. Um, but the thing is, if you're at Disney World and they're like lighting up the, the castle thing, you know, mm-hmm. first of all, they're doing it at night. Secondly, Disney World is completely controlled so they can make everything else dimmer. And thirdly, they're hitting that thing with enough light power to run a small city you know and versus what i assume is probably you know like a lcd pico projector hidden under the apron in stranger things have you seen any have you seen the streams with the projector um i don't think i have i've seen pictures it seems like if in like uh it seems like it works okay as long as it's not too too bright in your room yeah i mean uh, the projector works fine i mean i i've seen it it's it's I think where the big debate lies is is this actually adding to the enjoyment level and it's nothing physical right it's 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 kind of strange you know Brian Eddy in interviews will say that he was trying to create the atmosphere of different moments in stranger things using a projector mm-hmm. and I look at it like where's the physical where are the physical elements of the Stranger Things world in this game? And they're just not there. And and just to have that big plastic artichoke, I'm saying that for the kids who are whose parents have probably already pulled them away from this episode, it, it's just not satisfying. I, I don't think there's enough creatively, physically in the game. And I think that's why people are 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 sort of like already down and out on it. And then and then Ben, my favorite is this. 
it'll be saved by code. Code will save the day. What do you think about that? Is that true of every, can, is that, can code always save the day regardless of design? Well, uh, when I was at Spooky, I played like the latest code of Alice Cooper, which I don't think has been released yet. And, um, you know, that's a game with some tight shots. I think, you know, obviously it's been out in the wild. So, you know, I, I definitely feel the same way about it, that it's fairly tight game, but they've done so much and they haven't even put all the stuff in the game yet. There's like other aspects they haven't even included yet. With the audio video presentation, like since the last time I played it, which I think was one of Hilton's, like, I don't know, six or seven months ago, it was amazing. I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is so immersive, right? So I think it can definitely, it can definitely help. Uh, you know, it, it, I don't know if it can, well, like Walking Dead was like that, where like nobody cared about it, but then the code became amazing. Same thing with Metallica. Everyone forgets, Meta- everyone, everyone hated Metallica for like the first year uh, until the code was further along. Aren't those two Lyman Sheets games, right? I mean, they Metallica, are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 yep. and Lyman made Batman great and he, he, he will make Elvira great as well. I mean, no one's, no one's ever, no one's ever counting out a Lyman game, but for Stranger Things, if some other company really wanted to torpedo Stern, they would just keep writing zeros on the end of a check to like just pull Lyman away. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never understood that. Like, if you're Robert Mueller or you're Jersey Jack, if there's one guy you're gonna go get first, it's Lyman. Jack did try to hire. Him. Jack did try to hire him way back in the and day. What happened? He didn't. He didn't offer enough. Well, I remember I was at, I think it was Midwest Gaming Classic 2011, and it was at the after party, and Jack was talking, and uh, Lyman was there, and I, I want to say Lyman, Lyman just splurts out, sorry, I told you no, Jack, in front of everybody, so That's I think, you know, if, if, I had, if I had to guess, Lyman is probably thinking, okay, um, I know Stern is going to be around. Like, you know, I could go to Texas and, you know, get a lot of money, but what if they, what if they're no longer there in two years? You know, he's probably thinking about the long term. I don't, I don't know him. I'm just, I'm just assuming. Why would, I'm sure, I'm sure Robert has, you know, tried to dangle a bunch of money in front of his face, but. Well, and, and, and for Lyman, it's like the same thing for artists. If you want to be constantly busy there's mm-hmm. only one company in town to go work for, Stern. Yep. You're going to see your yep. art on more games. You're going to have more games to code. You're not going to be stuck. And, you know, like let's, let's hypothetically say Lyman Sheets joins Jersey Jack Pinball. Say he's, say he's there with Kiefer, right? Okay, yep. so what, what, what is he working on right now? If, you know, you'd be stuck because they don't make four to five games a year. They make one game every two years. So, yeah, exactly. So they maybe they wouldn't have enough to work on or they wouldn't have the output that they do before. So maybe Lyman's like, well, you know, if I yeah, I can at least make one game every two years at Stern versus someplace else where who knows how often I'll get a game out. So def, de- that's definitely a part of it. Yeah, right. Yeah. No. And, and it's you know, I've, I've always said this, you know, I said I said it on my last episode. The reason why we'll never get the Holy Grail is people want Lyman Sheets to code a Jersey Jack game. It's like that, to me, that is like, that's the perfect machine, and it's just never going to happen. So, you know, Stranger Things, Ben, do you think Stranger Things can recapture 
the any hype Can, or do you think it's kind of like it kind of fumbled on launch and now it's just always going to be relegated to being looked at as like another Guardians or Monsters or Aerosmith you know a game that's just a B-level game that we'll forget it about does, it does seem like you know what do they say in Lyman we trust so you know if, if a Lyman game comes out you know it will eventually even if it's kind of thin at first it will always be made great and i don't think people have the same confidence as with other games right and the reason they don't have confidence is because it doesn't really happen that often uh yeah i mean i i don't know i mean stranger things is a really obviously it's a really hot property i don't know if it's necessarily the best fit for pinball i think we talked about that before remember like yeah you know how strange rick and morty is a much better pinball theme than stranger things even if stranger things is more popular I don't. I don't think it's a good theme for pinball. And when I play the pinball machine, uh, that's where I think they got a little stuck in how to tell the story and bring it to life. Because there's so much more to the show than just battling the Demogorgon, and it's not like a negative dark show. It gets darker throughout, of course. That you know, but it's just three. You know, you're only doing two seasons of a three season show. There's not going to be any more put into it, and it's not. In a weird way, the charm and the personality and the fun of the show, I, I don't find it anywhere in the pinball machine. And the call-outs they got from the actor who plays Hopper are so bad. Like some of the worst I've ever heard in pinball versus Rick it's and good, Morty. It's a, it's a good thing Hellboy bombed or they might not have even gotten that. <laughs> right, right. So, <laughs> so, Ben, are you going to TPF? I am not. I can't really justify it. But I am going to MGC, Midwest Gaming Classic. Okay. So D- Are you going to TPF? So, you know, I don't know. Like, do you think I'm going to win a third Twippy? Should I book a plane ticket? Did you vote? I did not, actually. Wait, why not? Uh, 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 I don't like Hillary or Trump. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> sorry. Uh, you know, is it too late to vote? Yeah, as of like yesterday, <laughs> it's too oh, late. Oh, I'm sorry. I've been I've been really busy the last couple of weeks. I like redid my kitchen. Then I, you know, went down and harassed Charlie. And, right. You know. Let, let's but, talk. Let's talk deep root because they're going to show the world. Allegedly. Allegedly. What do you think? Do you think? I mean, look, we we don't know much. We've saw the Raza prototype. I don't. I don't. I don't think they're going to have like five games there. Should they ever? You know, looking back on it now. Why did they ever bring the Raza prototype to that show? Like, what, what, what good did that do? You mean the Houston show? Yeah. What, what good did that? I, I think about it now. Like, why? Well, they, they were like, they were like really late on all the promises. They probably had to show something. But, but, but why? Why show it? Not in the cabinet. Not in the final package. Not fine. Like, I, I just now when they pull the curtain off the thing, what's gonna feel surprising? I don't know. I don't know why. Well, I'm sure well, Houston is somewhat close for them. You know, that's actually it's probably actually further than Dallas from San Antonio. I, I don't know. Maybe they felt they had to show something. There, but why? There could be invest- Maybe there's investor pressure. I mean, they are going. I mean, apparently they have insane burn down there. And what are they looking at? Like at least a year late from their original projection. I mean, that. I mean, I know they're pretty boisterous, but I would think that would make people nervous. Yeah, the only conclusion I can come to is that I think they had to do it to keep the internal morale going. 
because that's probably that's probably it. Yeah, yeah, we got to get something, or everyone's starting to lose like faith in this thing. So, do you think they're going to do what they promised? What is what okay? Are let they me, let me go, I'll go down the list of things. Number one, will they be able to make a play field that will not crater or dimple ever? Not if it's made out of wood. Okay. Number the thing two. is, here's the thing people here's the thing people don't understand. I want to say something first, right? Mm-hmm. So as I mentioned, I've been doing like home remodeling, right? Yeah. And wood is different now, right? There are so many goddamn people on the earth, even compared to like 50 years ago, like when my house here was built. Like you go buy a two by four and you compare it to a two by four in an old house, and there's there's more rings in the two by four. Like now they grow trees as fast as possible, so they can cut them down as fast as possible to build homes as fast as possible because there's seven billion people, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, when they talk about old growth wood, right? They that does that doesn't happen anymore. So, I know it sounds kind of crazy, but wood is kind of crappier than it used to be. So it's going to be a worse process. And also, you know, the companies, well, some companies, I'll let you guess which, are just trying to make it as cheap as humanly possible. Stern like pinball. Um, the, I, uh, so how would they make a dimple? Pr- well, they're not going to make well, a sledgehammer. It, yeah, no, no, I think it's going to have a, I think it's going to have a p- plastic overlay that's reverse printed. Won't that, won't that get scratched up? I mean, ramps get scratched up. Yeah, of course it will. Like I had it on my Batman, but it, I'll tell you this. Never dimples, never craters. Plays fast, mm-hmm. plays fast on every game. Uh, was there a what was that Spanish company that made like a card game like ten years ago? Do you remember that? What was that called? They made there, a, there was some like the, oh I'm sorry they made a card a card themed pinball machine like so I don't know what it was. I mean I think it, wait like Captain Nemo is that <laughs> what are we talking? Oh no, no it was another companies people probably would know what it was it was something in europe i want to say it was spain and they made like a run of like it was kind of like an em style game anyway that's what they did they um oh i don't know if the whole play field was team, plastic. Pin, team pinball the mafia was reverse printed they sold right. eight they sold eight games eight I, i'm just, i'm just saying it has been done before I, right. the thing yeah. is uh, a big sheet of plastic is actually pretty expensive plastic is not cheap right you uh, know what else is not cheap pinball machines <laughs> exactly so you could totally do it um so i'd be cu- curious to see what they do I, what did they have a mirko play field in that uh raza yeah, prototype the whole, the whole thing made no sense to me it was like we're gonna do things differently here's the manufacturer who made the prototype who's ev- everyone hates right now because mirko is responsible for all the crappy play fields that plague jersey jack uh well you know look march is going to be amazing right ben because we're going to see deep root what they've got we're going to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Do you think that's going to be a popular theme for this, you know, slightly overweight demographic? Well, it, it definitely, I think about it and everyone's like, oh, well, they said the same thing about Metallica. Who wants a pinball machine about the band that sued Napster? And then they saw the artwork. And nah, but Metallica's like, cool for grown men. Is Ninja Turtles cool for grown men? No, not really, but... You know, it's it's nostalgic. I mean, I thought I like I like watched well at least the first two movies in theaters. Um, they still hold up. Well, the first one holds up. But I think the thing is, if if Jeremy, well, I'm mean, when Jeremy, when, if he does like kind of like a cool badass art style, like they said, they're going to the go arts, more. Towards yeah, the scenes. arts. The art's going to be insane. It's going to be. It's going to be his best art package. So I mean, I, I 
are they going to go old old school? Because it was a black and white comic first. No, no, no. What it's not going to be black and white. It's not going to be what black. If they and, had they... black and, what if they had a black and white version of it? Like that would be the limited edition. Oh wait, no. People hated the black and white monsters, so they won't. No. First of all, oh, the black and white monsters I thought looked awesome. First of all, that look, black and white monsters was originally supposed to be the Ellie. Stern got a little cute and decided to make it the premium and then screwed over everyone who who bought the LE who thought they had the only colored version of the lower playfield game and then made a premium colored Stern really screws over people. They really do. I mean, well, I think I think with the case of that, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that will not watch black and white movies. They won't watch movies with subtitles. I know that sounds crazy, but there are, no, but ben, and there, are I, there are a lot of people who did not like the fact that it was black and white. I thought it looked stunning. But that's why but, you make it the LE. Like, make it special, only make 500. And how about the whole, like, oh, we're making 500 of them. Oh, people are excited. We're making 600. And now, <laughs> a, here's the sad part. I'm, I'm, I was reading a guy's pin side thread. He's selling a Munster's LE, Ben. He's got mm-hmm. it listed for like 7300 and nobody wants it. And he's like, I can't even, like, I don't even know what to price this thing at because nobody it's wants too, it. It's too much of an old man theme, right? I mean, I watched the reruns when I was a kid, but I don't give a flying crap about it now. I edited myself there for you. No, and and, and, and the code is horrible. They left, they left the show out of the code. It's like all the whole point of the game is for jackpots and, like, like zaps like the, the, i've only played it i played the one at sunshine a couple times i think that's the only time i've played it all right so let me let me ask you about another theme and, and i know this is the one you've been waiting your whole life for you ready what hot wheels give it to me <sighs> and do you think well, it's, do you think it's going to be hot wheels because they have not they have not come out and if it wasn't hot wheels wouldn't they be like what's canada talking about did i spoil it for them I don't know what it is, but I mean, okay, well, my, my gut reaction to Hot Wheels is Hot Wheels is what 10-year-old boys play, well, no, more like 5-year-old boys play with because they like cars, but they don't have a car. Your pinball demographic is you and I's age, and we have cars, right? The, 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 the wish, like you have like, what, a Dodge Demon, as you like yeah, to tell it's, everyone? It's, it's, a, it's a really, you know... It's you're, a real-life Hot It's a real-life Hot Wheel. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't push my car around anymore. Right, right. So that wish of, oh, look, I'm doing loops with a car. Is, does that really have? Does that mean anything to like middle-aged men? No. And but but if I'm like a, a super warrior, or if I'm in a castle, or you know something like that, that's still a wish. So but you think you think it's gonna flop as a theme? I don't think it's a good theme. No. And I'm sure it's something like, I'm sure Mattel was like, Oh, you know, we've sold a billion of these cheapo cars. And it's the same thing. Like, Oh, wheel of fortune is the top rated game show on television. Doesn't mean anything if it does not connect with the target demographic. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. So what do you, what do you think? American pinball? Why can't they just get, get their act together? Why is spooky eating their lunch right now? I think Spooky understands theme much better than American. Like American, their infrastructure and their build quality, well, not their art, but uh, mo- most everything about them is is really top-notch. Like if you look at everything that's in an Oktoberfest for $7,000, that is a hell of a deal, especially compared to Stern. I mean, it, you know, for $7,000, there's a lot of game in there, right? Right, but how it's embarrassing just- is it, right? And you're, you're right, there's a ton of game in there. 
I'm going to say this right now. Over like a year and a half, they've sold 300 of them in total. And Spooky sold 750 Rick and Morty's in four hours, and people never played it. As you have said many times, marketing theme is all that matters. Mar- theme. Marketing. Well, mar- it's a marketing but how decision. Do you, how, do you, how do you market an Oktoberfest pinball? You what, don't. you sell one to every, no, sell but, one to every brewery if you're, if you're lucky? But a marketer... A marketer does something called market research and uncovers an insight that nobody wants in Oktoberfest pinball machine. Why did Davo yeah. give Joe Balser the green light on that game? It's 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 Davo's fault. He let him make it. Well, again, I think they, you know, Spooky might be ragtag. Well, not really, but but they understand theme. They're like, oh, you know, this is what people want. You know, th- this is hot. I mean, like Rick and Morty is a very kind of blue sky pinball to make. And, um, you know, there's only making 750. But the people who do put it on location like Hilton, that game will slay on location. Look, and I, TNA. I, 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 and, and I'm just going to say it. I, I think Chuck learned the ultimate, ultimate learning experience with Rick and Morty where Chuck and Bug and the family over there, they love, you know, those B-level spooky films and themes. This is a wake up call. You got to find the thing that has some crossover appeal, right? Rob Zombie doesn't have it. Godzilla would have had it. I really, I'm going to go on a mission to get Stern Pinball to give Spooky back Godzilla. But a lot of these other games, like even Alice Cooper doesn't have it. Like it's, it's Rick and Morty is the perfect crossover appeal between nerd culture, a little bit of mainstream and people love it. And and I think Chuck has learned that. It right? it also it also appeals to a highly educated above average income uh, demographic as well. Yeah, yeah, no. Like if, if you if you if you look at statistics, it you know yeah. Yeah, no. Someone said to me that I that I'm just a jerk in New York City making a hundred thousand dollars a year who doesn't wear socks. Another podcaster said that about me. Now I'll tell you, there's what there's one thing that, out of these two variables. He makes $100,000 a year, and he doesn't wear socks. Only well, you one have, of the, you have to make $100,000 a year yeah. in New York. Let me tell you, Ben, only one of those variables is correct, and it's the, <laughs> one, and it's the one that has to do with my feet, okay? So, <laughs> right. So, like, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Like, it's it's a smart show. It, it appeals to, you know, a, a demographic with a little bit more spending power. So here's my, here's my worry about American Pinball is there once again – going to come out with a theme that's dead on arrival what do you think i mean it's better than oktoberfest what isn't better than oktoberfest it's the worst maybe maybe a pinball about colostomy bags but but like in the last 10 years can we just collectively isn't oktoberfest the worst theme in the last 10 years of pinball can you name a worse theme than oktoberfest Other than America's most, fun. other than like, other than America's most haunted, <laughs> just fucking with you. Oh wow! Wow, no, I don't mean you know. Like, um, it's the whiskey talk. No, uh, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> it, it's it's it sounds like one of those things where you know someone gets into pinball and they're like, we should make an NFL pin. Yeah, you know because there's all these NFL fans and there's and we could put one in every bar and we could sell one to every stadium. You know they, they always think that or right. people we could sell them. like. What? People love ping pong. People love it. Let's yeah, yeah. People pong. love Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, and 
maybe it was like, oh, we could put we could put an Oktoberfest game in every bar. But the thing is, Oktoberfest is about drinking, right? So if again, it goes back to you. As a middle-aged man, if I want to drive a sports car, I can, right? If I want to drink beer, I can. You know, I don't need a pinball machine or a video game to feed me that fantasy, right? But if I want to crash a car with no repercussions, I have to play Grand Theft Auto, right? Or if I want to slay a dragon, I have to play Medieval Madness. So a game needs to give you a wish and take you to a world you can't normally inhabit. And if you're just like, oh, I'm drinking beer... Who cares? You can do that. Right. I can I can go to the store and do that. I don't I don't need a pinball machine to fulfill that fantasy for me. Right. You know what you know what I found funny too and, and to go to another American pinball title was when I reported that a couple shots were a little tight on Rick and Morty, some people were like, Oh my god, not another Houdini. It it'll sink this game. And I just want to say for the record, when people say the reason why people didn't buy Houdini was because of tight shots. That's just people being nice. There, there are so many other variables on why people didn't buy Houdini. It, okay, there were the shots were almost unmakeable. The art for steampunk art was not that great. The animations were I don't horrendous. Under, I, don't under, I don't understand why people thought the artwork on that game was so great. It was horrendous. I, I don't like it at all. The rule set. I would re- say it, it was it was consistent. It was more consistent than like Oktoberfest, but it wasn't very good. No, and it was worse than the John Papaduke Houdini art package, and they should have just gone with that because they own that art package that Matt Andrews did. That was amazing. Okay, so look, here's my thing with American Pinball. This company in 2020, Ben, it's like I just feel like they're they're the company that needed to be like. We got Back to the Future, or we got The Matrix. They need something people want. Hot hot Wheels? See the silence? Hear that silence that you and I just did? Like We're just like, uh... It's really really simple. You go on Pinside, you look at one of the million threads where people talk about original themes, and then they immediately start talking about what license they want, and then you look at that license list and you buy one. That's what Stern does. I mean, who the hell would have thought, oh, let's make an Iron Maiden pinball? But people type that into Pinside like 10,000 times. No, I'm I'm not kidding. You can search, and even before it came out, people were always talking about that as a theme. And lo and behold, it worked great. So why did Stern grab the Godzilla license? Was it just to stick it to Spooky? Oh, I'm sure it was. And do you think they're actually going to make a game? Probably not. So like, isn't Charlie that- would Charlie wouldn't agree with this, but I don't I don't think that's the best theme for pinball. Right. I mean, it could translate well to pinball, but I'm not sure you know what I mean? Like if you do like classic Toho, I mean, what is the I, I agree. I look. I again. Oh, I think. No. I think Rick and Morty woke Chuck up, and the other part that woke Chuck up is this: four hours, six million dollars. It's not about making games that you and Bug want. It's about making games that will get you six million dollars in four hours. That's how you stay in business. Well, yes. What I would say with Charlie is that. Obviously, licenses are expensive, and even worse than that, you have to deal with approvals, and everything has to be, you know, checked off and done in triplicate. But that's the price you pay for it's success insurance. Well, you know, but Ben, it's like you, like you said, you, you, you they're expensive. You the, oops. Right, but they're Go ex- ahead. they're expensive because you pay more to make six 
million dollars in four hours. That's why you pay a little bit more. And look, Chuck is making on Rick and Morty $9,000 if you option it out. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty, pretty good. It's pretty amazing for a spooky game. Like, like I said, I mean, they're they're all very elated over there. They just, they just, you know, obviously have a lot a lot of work to get done, but that's a good problem to have, as they would say. Um, yeah, but I've, I've, I've said that to Charlie for a while. I'm like, you know, at some point you need to spend the money on like a, you know, triple A top tier title. Yeah. And even though it'll be painful, you'll have to do a bunch of, ben, ben, I mean, it's, it's a, do, do it's a think, long shot. Long, you, he's come a long ways. From like, Oh, I need to call Rob zombie personally and ask him if such and such is okay. It's obviously a lot harder than that now. Do you, but do, do you think Brenda marries me, Ben, if I take her to McDonald's? Do you think she marries this guy? No, McDonald's. <laughs> Come on. No, I mean you're right. Like it's like same thing in pinball. You have to squeeze hard, but the juice is worth it. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's talk about P3 Multimorphic. Is there uh, what's left for for Jerry to show? Do you think because he's working on another game that he said is going to show us the potential of this platform after eight years? I think we've seen the potential of the platform. It's, it's the same thing we just talked about. You know, he needs to get a loan for a hundred grand or whatever and get like Tron or something. But like, he doesn't need the money. He's he, he's burned through probably 10 times that over the last eight years trying to sell this game. Well, the thing is, if you think about him, like you've got Spooky using a system. I think American uses it as well. So for the first time in a while, you actually have a decent amount of production being done with P-Rock Games. So I would think that income would be able to help his, you know, his production process for his own stuff. But, but the thing is, he keeps making original themes. Nobody cares about original themes. I, I don't know how many times you have to say that to people. Cosmic, wait, wait, are you telling me that Cosmic Kart Racing doesn't boil your blood? Look at, well, the thing is... Look at how many like video game kart racers have come out. Nobody gives a shit unless it's Mario or F Zero or yep, yep, or something Nintendo. But so, theme, so theme. here's here's my thing. Why does Jerry and I've talked to him? He's a nice guy. He's like the nicest guy in pinball. He's smart as f. Like he's smart as f u c k. How do they not understand the theme part of the equation? What's wrong with these people? Well. I think they're, you know, smart, maybe in an engineering sense, but it drives you nuts because you know your brain thinks about it in a marketing sense, and I guess their brains just aren't working that way. But you're absolutely right. I mean, and, and well, I was just saying it too. Like, like if he had like Tron eighty two as a theme on P three at ten thousand dollars, and it had amazing theme integration, people would be knocking down his door for it. Right, and so he, but he's saying this next game of ours, this is going to be the one you want. Now, if it's not based on a licensed no. property, he's dead. He's dead. I don't, I don't want to like go like bass hunting with Jerry. I, I don't want to do it. I want. I mean, you look at like a TNA. Obviously, is an original theme, but it had something to it. It had a hot. Uh, what's the right word? You know, TNA is like the pseudo retro '80s, which is kind of a hot uh, style right now. You see it all over YouTube. Look, I call it it's, it's cyberpunk. Cyberpunk is 
where we're at, right? It's the techno sort of futuristic, like nuclear power. But yeah, yeah and, and you and you see and you see Stranger Things tries to do that. They try to have the TNA style, but they're doing it wrong. It's terrible because Stranger Things is nostalgic about living in the '80s and the kind of movies you saw in the '80s, whereas. The cyberpunk style, as you call it, is more like a futuristic retro version of the 80s. Right. It's a dystopian future. Absolutely. That's like neon-based dystopian future. It's like like the millennials' impression of a decade that they didn't experience. Right. It's a completely different type of nostalgia. Well, it's not really nostalgia for them because – you have to live through something to be nostalgic for it, right? So it's like an it's like an interpretation of the '80s, and but Stern doesn't understand that, so they just apply those retro '80s styles of Stranger Things, even though it doesn't really fit the the zeitgeist of that license. I couldn't agree more. And the one thing that game is missing that the show has in spades is the music from the '80s, man. man. The and 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 Ben, how do you not have? Like, that show is so much about the 80s arcade scene and Dungeons and Dragons. How do you not have an actual, like, arcade implemented into the game? Like, a scoop in which you go into it and you're playing Pac-Man. Well, you could have a a video mode on that screen. Yeah, it'd be amazing. I I hate, I I don't like the game. I don't like the game. I've had a few whiskeys on this call. And I, I haven't played it, so I, yeah. I, I should go play Fulton's. That's all right. Um, it's all right. So, Ben, here's the deal. Um, this has been great. This has been great. I love having you oh, on. Do you want to talk about that one last game I brought up? So you brought up Elvira. Let's talk about Elvira. Yes. Talk to I me. I know. It has gone a bit long. So Charlie has one now. He has an Elvira LE. And so I hadn't I hadn't played it before. Like, I I don't know. I haven't been, I haven't been going out to bars lately. Or at least not the pinball bars. Anyway, so I played it, and when I, you know, when I heard about Elvira 3, I'm like, oh, God, this is like the ultimate old man theme, you know? Right. Of course, you know, a millennial would call me an old man, you know, because I'm a 44-year-old boomer, apparently, because they don't teach kids in school what boomers are. Anyway, so, but when I played it, when I saw the stream, I'm like, oh, this, is, this isn't this is even an Elvira game. It's Mystery Science Theater, the pinball, with an Elvira cameo, right? Absolutely. Right? It's all about movie and clips. So, Making fun yeah, of old but, movies. But the thing is, I love Mystery Science Theater, right? So so when I played it, I'm like, this is awesome. Like, I really liked it. I didn't think I would. Like, the sound is great. The code seems pretty good. The clips are good. The humor, the writing is actually pretty good for a Stern game. I was just really surprised at how much I liked it. I'm like, I kind of want one of these. Even though I couldn't, couldn't care less about Elvira, everything else about the game is really cool. And she's barely in it, actually. She, she's barely in it. Look, Elvira's... A really fun game. It's a much better game than Stranger Things. It's oh the, it's, my God, yes. It's the second. It's the second. Stuff in it yeah, it's the second best game of the year for Stern, next to Jurassic Park, and it's Lyman, so it's going to get even better. And I'll just say this about here's the whole thing with Elvira. It's it's just like Beatles. Just get the basic game for eight grand, and you're getting an amazing game. Once you go yes. into like the twelve, fifteen thousand dollars for Couch Edition. It's stupid. It's it's the same game. It's the I got same a, game. I got I got such a laugh. All those people on Pinside saying Elvira is not about sex, and then they're paying seven thousand dollars for a piece of couch she laid on. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but sure it isn't. But 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 here's the problem with with Stern, right? And the cadence. And then I'll let you go, Ben. 
it's like a game like that comes out. It's not done yet. Lyman's not complete with it. It's very, you know, high priced. Then we get Stranger Things and, and people are disappointed in it. And now we're already on to Ninja Turtles. It's like a game comes out in the Stern world and it's so quickly forgotten where Rick and yes. Morty will be the spotlight, where Willy Wonka will be the spotlight for Jersey Jack. For, you know, Stern, Stern games are just like transient experiences. It's like just having another fast right. food dinner. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. But on the other hand, Stern is orders of magnitude larger of a company, which means they have to keep the line moving. They, If they release games as slowly as JJP or, or Spooky, they'd be dead. Right, but that's my whole point is they're making – the McDonald's hamburgers of hamburgers, but yet they're charging the Michelin star price for a, a, a <laughs> you know a filet mignon burger but with with just, truffles. What what restaurant wouldn't do that if they could get away with it? And, and why do people let them get away with it? Why do you think? Stern. Yeah. Why do people spend? These premium prices on Stern games that are clearly still only worth six to five thousand well, dollars at most. As a PC user, I would ask the same thing about Apple computers. Yeah, no, I, I know, I know, but why? Do, but in pinball, because nobody wants to talk about Apple computers on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> is it just because they're available and people are addicted to pinball? Well, I mean, they definitely, you know, they get the they get the themes that people want. You know, they they get the best themes, and. The games always come out exactly when they're scheduled to. There's none, you know, there's none of the delays. Right. And, you know, and you know they will be supported. So if something breaks, well, aside from the, well, we know why they don't replace pin play fields because it's too catastrophic of a thing right, to replace. Right. But everything else is serviced really well. So, you know, it's very consistent. You know, they have, you know, one of the, or the best programmer in the industry and they have the best themes. Um, and honestly, like, you know, they have those things and they, you know, they tend to skimp on other things. Yeah. But I, I think it is, I, I agree with Charlie. Like, I know I'm going back to the Elvira thing, but that Elvira game is so freaking weird and niche and crazy. It's insane that Stern made it, but I'm glad they did. Do you think a little bit inside Chuck is like, because that's a spooky theme, right? I mean, is he... Well, we, we looked at doing an, a Mystery Science Theater pinball machine ages ago. What happened? We were like talking. Um, <laughs> I think like, Everyone involved wanted a game as payment, which doesn't sound like that much now, but back then, it's like, oh, man, we can't afford to give away seven games. <laughs> Again, I'm talking right. like that's when they were just starting out. So, like, $45,000 worth of games seemed like the end of the world to Spooky, which is kind of funny to look think about now, but that's the way it was. Um, right. But the thing is, you would have had to... Because uh, most of the movies in Elvira are public domain movies that were also on mystery science theater. Right. Right. So I don't, I don't care about like some grandma with a lot of makeup on, but I'm like, Oh look, it's, you know, Manos, the hands of fate or the giant shrew monster or whatever. So that's the part I like. So, right. um, yeah, I just, I just thought it was really cool. Well, Ben, I appreciate it. You know, we're not even at an hour, 58 minutes. Who's winning the Super oh, Bowl nice. tomorrow. Do you watch sports? Who's winning tomorrow? Uh, as long as the Patriots don't win, I know I know they're not playing. But <laughs> all right, well they're they're going to take it. I think, I think everyone is just glad they're not in the Super Bowl. So yeah, me too. That, as a New Yorker, Packers, Packers almost made it. Ugh. wasn't almost. Anyway, Ben, thank True. you for coming on. I always appreciate nope. it. You've been a great guest of the show. We'll talk to you in the yes. future. 
and we'll see uh, when people start to get their Rick and Mortys. I think it's going to be happen in the next week yet. So yeah, cool. we'll get we'll get you back on once we can talk more openly about it. How's that sound? Yeah, once it's out in the world, and obviously I have played it, but yes, I I'm going to let Spooky control that narrative. So. You're a good I man, man. You're a good man. Unlike me, who gets bastardized by the community, you're a good man. I don't think everyone loves me, but yeah, that's all right. And what, I cool. also teed you up to say something nice about Canada. What, what do you think? Am I, am I okay? Oh, but yeah, I mean, sometimes you are, a, well, everyone online, you know, they tend to, you know, you know. Say it, sometimes Say it. Just say it. Make my mama proud. Statistical, definitely, but I mean, I am too. So you gotta have an ego. Right. You gotta have an ego to survive in this world. I mean, what? Oh, exactly. Exactly. Because if you don't, then you're just a, a, a doormat for people. Right. And I'm a good, I have a good heart. <laughs> we, have, we have good hearts. I can tell that you have a good heart. I can tell it. Yes, I don't deliberately try to run over squirrels, and I'm driving down the road. I swerve a little bit. Ah, oh, the demon. Uh, I, I, I go over them at 180 miles an hour. All right, Ben. Have a great, great weekend. Thank you again for joining the show. A I love these conversations. Just thank you again. Yeah, no problem. Interaction, attention, baby, like this is perfection. No fighting, no fighting, no fighting, no fighting. No fighting.